Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Miracle Internet Church. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're so happy that you could join us. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and Brother Bill is here, and Brother Marshall is somewhere in the vicinity. And we want to thank the Lord for all of you. Amen. Whenever we come together, the Lord says he is in our midst. Where two or three of us are gathered together in his name, that's what he promises. So we want to thank him and welcome the presence of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, I want to make an announcement about the website. We've been experiencing some difficulty, and some of you have run into that difficulty. And uh, for those of you who got the, uh, the prayer alert, you know about that. Well, it's due to witchcraft. That's what it's due to. So when you run into the difficulty, uh, it's it's not technical, it's witchcraft. Treat it that way. Give it that level of respect. Amen? And deal with it the way we've trained you to deal with it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, I've had a few people to contact me and to let me know they're having a little difficulty. The devil. Don't hesitate. Amen. That scripture in Exodus is still there and it's still gripe and it's still good. Amen. Suffer not. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So now that we've covered that, um, I want to, uh, for those of you who missed the announcement that I placed in the MIC radio chat uh, and the prayer that I did somewhere in, I think it was the global prayer room. Uh, there's a uh, subtropical or tropical storm uh, headed this way, and I'm pleading the blood of Jesus over our communications and transmissions tonight that we will make it through. And I'm expecting a wonderful time because you know what I do when storms threaten to come my way. I speak to the storm in Jesus' name. Amen. And I expect you to do so also. Praise the Lord. We don't tolerate this kind of activity from the devil because we know this is actually Satan. This is the devil. They just finished doing their little competitions with each other to see who's going to be the uh, queen of the coast witch and who's going to do this, that, and the other. And uh, they're out acting foolish again. But that is what they do. So we do what we do in Jesus' name. Amen? Praise the Lord. And that's the way it works, folks. We don't stop. We just keep going forward in Jesus' name, knowing that the Lord will uh, will rectify the situation, and he'll take care of it all. Amen? Amen. He says he, he makes alive and he kills. He's God. He knows what to do. And so we trust him to do just that. Amen? He knows the moment. He knows the time. He knows the hour, and he can do the job. Praise God. We just stand in full agreement with his decision that he's already alerted us to some time ago, many months ago, and we are anticipating the soon 
change in the situation. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Also, I've been alerted uh, as to um, some activity of witchcraft. There are some witches, it seems, that think that they can dedicate the entire planet and everybody on it and everything that's done here to Satan. I have news for them. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. You can't take the world out of Jesus' hands and dedicate it to Satan. So all of your sacrifices that you have done and all of your uh, witchcraft and occult activity that you've released, we're returning it to you. It's yours. We're not even going to open the mailbox. It's yours. It's coming back your way. Sowing and reaping is not over. I hope you're prepared. We destroy all of your protections in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive what you sent out. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lord Jesus, we just thank you that you've given us power and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. Amen. The website is covered in the blood of Jesus. In fact, it's submerged in the blood of Jesus. Amen. It is the personal property of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you that our God not only returns sevenfold, but he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask, and he will do it. Amen. Amen. Exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit's here. Amen. And I've already turned you over to him. I hope you're enjoying it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we just want to thank the Lord for all the victories that we're experiencing. Uh, The devil's mad. We're glad, and that's the way it went. Amen? Amen. The devil's mad. We're glad, and that's the way it went. So if the devil's been attacking your stuff, just attack back. You've been taught how to do that. You got all your armor on. You know what to say. You know what to do. You got scriptures galore. Just have a great time. Amen? Have a great time in Jesus' name. Have a great time. Amen. Celebrate the victory that Jesus Christ has given us. Amen? Amen. I remember years and years ago in church to have these victory marches around the church stomping on the devil. Amen? Praise God. It was fun. We enjoyed it. We had a great time. Amen? And so, uh, okay. (laughs) Well, we'll pray for Brother Bill's Internet to come back up. Amen? Amen. So we uh, is the wind blowing over there, Brother Bill? Because I can't tell if it's blowing here or not. I already told it, don't come to my house. I have things to do. So anyway, ah, I see. Well, I already told it, don't come to my house. I'm not going to, you know, somebody asked me about that today. I was at the bank. And uh, the, the teller asked me, was I getting ready for the storm? I said, hmm, I already told that storm what to do. In fact, I told the last one what to do, too. I said, and it didn't come to my house. Amen. It didn't come to my house. It went by some other people's houses, but it did not come to mine. So this will be no different. I tolerate no foolishness from the devil. Amen. He's given me power and authority, and I'm going to use it. 
every day. Amen? Amen. So that's just the way it is. If you haven't pulled out your power and authority yesterday, uh, yesterday or today, then I would suggest that you pull it out. Amen? And use it because that's why you got it. Amen? Praise the name of Jesus. I do declare that the victory that Jesus Christ purchased for us on Calvary was not in vain. It was not in vain. So there's no reason for us to tolerate anything the devil brings our way. That's his job to bring us his junk, and it's our job to hand it right back. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So tonight we're just going to we're just going to talk and we're just going to enjoy the Lord, enjoy enjoy the presence of the saints, and we're going to have victory. Amen? Because that's what we're supposed to have, victory in Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. We also uh, want to remember in prayer one of our sisters. Her mother fell and uh, broke her hip bone. And they uh, they had to do, uh, I think, an, a procedure. Amen? Amen? We, uh, so we, I, I prayed for her and I prayed with her, so to speak. And we're standing in agreement for mom's full recovery and health and that the pain will be lessened, amen. There was a very serious place where that took place, and it caused a lot of pain and I'm certain a lot of inflammation. So in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the pain and over the inflammation in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that we've already given this case over into your hands, and you're taking care of mom, amen. She's going to be better than before. And we give you the glory, we give you the praise, and we give you the honor for it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We release the peace of God over mom and over all the members of her family because they are very concerned about her at her age. Amen. But the Lord will bring us through. And we thank you, Father, for using this circumstance to bring her closer to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a victorious, overcoming God. And we're his victorious overcoming saints. Amen? Amen. So, let's see. There's something else I'm supposed to say. But, oh, Brother Bill, I need you, when you get a moment, sir, to put the dream protocol in the chat room, sir. Amen. Oh, good. The Internet's back up. Yay! Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I need you to post the um, the dream protocol. There's some people that seemingly don't have it. I think they're new people, and they don't have it yet, so they need the blessing. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. There it is. It's in the chat room, the dream protocol. Ask Jesus if he sent the dream or vision, number one. One thing about the dream protocol, you have to do it not as you figure in your head, but as it is actually printed. You can't make up parts of it. You can't have a dream or vision, and so you decided it was demonic. No, you have to follow the protocol as it is written. Amen? Amen. And I think I'll just cover that because we haven't talked about it in a while. And the devil tries to aggravate people. If yes, if he says yes, he sent it, ask him for the interpretation 
with confirming scriptures. We don't do dream books. There's no need for that. We have Almighty God. If he says no, then you bind the dream and the vision and the spirit that brought it in Jesus' name. You bind the dream or vision and you bind the spirit that brought it. You bind the purpose and the intent of the dream or vision. Then you place that wickedness back on the head of the spirit that brought it in Jesus' name, and you forbid any demons to interrupt your rest ever again. You make sure you print this out and you attach it physically to the front of your Bible so you can find it 24 hours of the day, seven days a week, even in your sleep. Amen? Amen. Bill, for that, we appreciate your help. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, there's something else I'm supposed to say. I can't remember what that is, but it'll come to me. It's about the election, so I, I'll get it when it when it comes back around. It'll be fine. Praise the Lord. We're going to um, we're going to pray in a minute. Oh, that's what I'm looking for. Thank you. We have some states that are not reporting. Brother Bill says. I heard that earlier today. And. All right. So I suppose we need to pray about that. Why don't we do that now? Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, this is your children. We come before you thanking you for every opportunity we have to pray. We are learning to pray without ceasing according to the scriptures in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that those elections that have not been settled yet are not in the hands of the enemy. We take them out of the hands of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid him access. We cut him off with the sword of the Spirit in Jesus' name. And we place them in the hands of God, the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for your will being done on earth as in heaven in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over any stealing and cheating and lying and manipulating and using um, devices, electronic devices to bother machines, throwing ballots away, hiding. Lord, I've even heard of ballots still being at the post office months later after the election is done and they're declaring the results and their ballots still at the post office, Lord. So, Father, there will be some contested um, elections, and there ought to be. And we thank you, Lord, for you contesting the ones you want contested in Jesus' name. We bind the enemy's mouth. We mute, muzzle, and gag the enemy in Jesus' name. All unethical behavior, we thank you for uncovering it, exposing it, and judging it in the name of Jesus. We request adjudications from the righteous judge, Heavenly Father on all those things that are unethical and sinful and unrighteous in Jesus' name. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We plead the blood of Jesus over every election that has not been settled. 
Runga de Debrisha, the Yosa, the Rabrika, the Dio Dorokota, Runga de Debrisha, the Yosa, Buba Baruka, the Debrisha, the Rabrika, the Rila, the Yosa, the Rabroka, Baba Babe, Shay, the Deoto, the Broka, Read the Rabroka, the Diosa, the Rabroka, Baba Babe, Shay, the Yosa, Runa, the Baroka, the Dien, the Debrisa, the Rabroka, the Esha Daraya, Yoraka Harakis, the Mamma, the Road, the Diasata. Isha mama mama ruka te brisha de di gi de de osuto rika da rabara shaka hat da manasa da rabaroka di di asi every election that was manipulated by witchcraft oh shada di osa runga de brosha da rabara da rabara the fire of god to consume it in jesus name oru baba baba ruka de brisha rida da brusa la di di de rabaroka la di di de rabrusa runda da braki de de osu to rabrika de di di osa da rabara rila da di osu go rugundo do do riasa da rabrika de di di de di osu la de di osu da rabari kisha da rabaroka be 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 baba babaroka de di di osa da rabaroka di 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 sele rila da di osu to rabrika de di osa ita rinda da brusha runga de di brusha la di di ya kusha de de ya ringa de di brusha la di di asiki ya regisa da rabari Victory does belong to Jesus, you know, saints. Victory belongs to Jesus. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. See what the Lord has done. Runda da bruka di brisha da bruka di 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 osa. Runga di di brisha la di osa da la bruka di 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 bruka di di brisha da. Runga di di brisha la di di osa la di di osa da la bruka. Et da brusha da la bruka di esta da la We thank you, Lord, that when we see you, it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know we shall be like you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 I know there's some of you. Um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I think we will. We can talk, okay, the Lord's going to let me talk about it now before we continue praying. There's some of you, you're going to be traveling to visit people after a while in a few weeks. And you need to do a fast just for that trip. Oh, Brisha. You're going to be traveling. Either they're coming to you or you're going to them. And you need to do your own fast concerning that situation. Amen? You need to bind everything you can possibly bind in Jesus' name. The devil is busy being nasty and ugly. Amen? Amen. And nasty and ugly has no business at your house. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Bill has put uh, our usual helpful tips into the chat room. Amen. Amen. So I would advise you to go read them. Amen. You can't. You just can't say hi, Auntie, and hug something that you know is connected to the occult. Amen. That's not how we do it. We don't do it that way. Amen. Amen. Shields up. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know you have relatives that are in those organizations, and they don't want to hear the gospel coming out of your mouth. Well, isn't that just terrible? They need to hear it. But if they don't want to hear you, they don't want to hear Jesus either. Amen. Praise the Lord. So don't just... um. 
Don't just decide, oh, well, because you normally do such and such and go normally see so-and-so. No. Amen. Amen. No, you check in with the Holy Spirit. Do you have, first of all, permission? You You don't belong to yourself. You're not your own. You were purchased with a price. That price was the precious blood of Jesus. Do you have the Godhead's permission to do that? Now, that's where you start. That's where you get off of that self-will and you start doing the will of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. And if you know they've got all of that um, idolatrous stuff on, in their homes and on their property, you got to bind that stuff up. Amen? Or stuff will be trying to traffic behind you when you leave. And we know you don't want that. Amen. Praise the Lord. You have to ask the Lord. You can't just say, oh, yeah. No. Did you seek the counsel of the Lord? Well, if you didn't, you sinned. And you have to repent. Amen. They present you with a situation, and so you feel uh, like uh, you're obligated to do something. Yes, you are obligated to do something. You're obligated to call on the Lord and find out the mind of Christ and then do what he says do. That you got an obligation, all right. It's to Jesus Christ. Amen. You have an obligation. It's to Jesus Christ. Amen. That's, that's, that's one of the easiest contaminants. Familiar spirit. Yeah, that's right. They they want to come back, you know. Amen? And you've been taught too much to fall for that one. That's an easy trick of the devil. You've been taught way too much to go for that one. Amen? To him that knows to do good and does it not, to him it is sin. Praise God. That's an easy open door for the devil. You just open your mouth and just let it flap. You have asked God anything as if you know the answer to every question. Mm-hmm. You go talk to Jesus and ask him what to do now. That's what you do. Amen. You know. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we give you praise. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the power of the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the power of your name. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the protection of the warring, linking angels. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you that our loins are girt about with truth. With the truth, not with presumption, with the truth. We want to thank you for the truth. We want to humble ourselves beneath the truth. Amen? Not not just, okay, I saw that. No. What am I supposed to do about the truth that I have received? We want to thank you for that. Yes, we do, Father. We truly want to thank you. We want to thank you for the praising angels, your ministering spirits, and every gift and every blessing and every grace that we have been afforded in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to be ready 
for that day when you take the church out of the earth. Help us to be ready. Help us, Lord. We need your help. We are in serious need of your help. Help us to be ready when that time comes. We're looking forward to it. In the meantime, we have much to do, but help us to be ready. We want to be ready when you come. Amen? Oh, I forgot to do that. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? Thank you, Lord. I got busy. Hold on a second. Amen. Amen. There we go. Mm. All righty. Okay. Praise the Lord. Let me see here. Okay. I'll figure this out in a minute. Praise the Lord. Yeah, there it is. Amen. That should be better. That ought to be better. Amen. Thank you, Brother Bill. I for, that was the thing I forgot. Thank you for reminding me. Amen. See, the Lord will help you if you forget something. Brother Bill reminded me. Now I remember. Heavenly Father, we thank you that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we take the shield of faith and we do something with it. Amen. We use it to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Thank you. There's some of us, Lord, that haven't figured out exactly what to do. Help us to understand so we can do. We thank you for the helmet of salvation and the sword of the which is the word of God. We thank you that we're covered by the blood and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that is risen against us in judgment, we condemn it now in Jesus' name. You are our shepherd, Lord, and we shall not want. Amen. You supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. You can do all, we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. So we cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. We thank you, Lord that you're healing all of our diseases, every single thing. Thank you, Lord, that you're hearing our prayers and you're answering our prayers. And all of the people, Lord, that have emailed me as I have requested, you're seriously at work. Thank you. We can feel the difference. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And the joy of the Lord, yes, Lord, it is our strength. Amen. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, 
all of his demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We just thank you, Father. We give you praise. Thank you. The Bible says, Well, that wasn't very nice. Oops. All right. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay. Moving to I'm going to Seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. That's right, to repay with affliction. Lord, that group of witches and Satanists that were sitting in a circle, looking down on the globe and cursing and praying over the globe, consecrating it to Satan himself. We take authority, dominion, and power over their circles. We break their circles in the name of Jesus Christ. We break their circles and we destroy their agreements in Jesus' name. We return all of their curses, every single one, right where it came from. All their evil prayers, we send it back from whence it came in Jesus' name. We deconsecrate this globe from Satan. It's not his. He didn't create it. There's nothing he can do but hang out until it's time for him to go to the place that is designated for him. We take authority, dominion, and power over every ritual, whether it was a blood ritual, a financial ritual, every kind of ritual that it is, that they base their curses, their wrath, their oaths, and their spells upon. We take the Urugoharakita We bind up the ritual. We bind up the sacrifice. We return the curses. We return the wrath. We return the oaths, and we return the spells from whence they came in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all of the witchcraft that's attacked this global ministry and the web and the chat rooms in Jesus. Suffer not a witch to live in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. 
We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks and we return the attack onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity and to do to them what they came to do to us in the name of Jesus. We bind all trafficking demons, electronic, digital, technology demons, all reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attack, technopaganism and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind all brainwashing and all kundalini spirits and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer and the seducer, and all their attacks. All hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We take authority, dominion, and power over the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind you. All targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, microwave frequency weapons, 5G and their components, everything coming off the satellite, off the cell towers, and through any of our devices in Jesus' name. All the flies that have been allowed, we send you back through the portal in Jesus' name and close it behind you. We thank you for the wall of fire, the fire of God being at every portal in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind our sonic frequencies attacks and the work of every druid in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, all green goo, white goo, gray goo, black goo, any other color goo they came up with. We bind it in the name of Jesus. Come up and out of God's people in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of God's people in Jesus' name. We bind all Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Arctic, Antarctic, Chinese, Japanese, Indonesian, Malaysian, New Zealander, Australian, Russian, Norwegian, Nigerian, Ethiopian, Ghanaian, Arabian, Islander, Tribal group, Indigenous group, South Korean, North Korean, Taiwanese, Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq, and Turkey, Syrian, all Caribbean, Latin American, 
Jamaican, black and white magic. Voodoo, hoodoo, judo, juju, wherever it's worked in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it right back. All Haitian witchcraft, we bind you in Jesus' name. We bind all magic and mystic arts, all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. In Jesus' name. Canadian, we bind you in Jesus' name. French, Italian, and Greek, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Malta, we bind you. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog, and every abomination has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind Morgellons in Jesus' name. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication whether you know about them or not. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God, and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons, set forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, monitor, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, Reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, the carnal mind, and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, and addictions in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, and sin against us. All astral projections sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of, of conjugal rights in Jesus' name. Every juju goes back. Every juju goes back. Every juju goes back in Jesus' name, goes right back. All that evil done by the Kabbalah, folks, that goes back in Jesus' name. It's theirs. God didn't tell them to do that. Praise the Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, 
mystic rituals, devils attending New World Order, New Age Movement, the Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, clairvoyance, premonition, or Raki ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in Jesus' name. We bind the king of pride and all of those in his kingdom in the name of Jesus. We chain you with eternal chains into darkness and send you into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, all so-called deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollon, Apollyon, Kali, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and it's 72 in Jesus' name. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, every demonic attack, every satanic weapon, every satanic attack in Jesus' name. We undo the work. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, rite, pledge, and their powers they use in Jesus' name. That includes the work of all associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' holy name. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind the work of errors in our lives. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the devil, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive. 
what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you release your holy fire on our website right now in the name of Jesus. We also ask, Father, that you consume with the holy fire of God, every entity that attacks the website and this Internet church in Jesus' name. Every attack goes back. Every attack. Every attack goes back in Jesus' name. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack goes back in Jesus' name. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack goes back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack goes back in Jesus' name. We bind all reinforcing witches, wizards, warlocks in Jesus' name. Fire of God, fire of God on all reinforcing witches, warlocks, wizards, shamans, and powers, principalities, rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. Father, we ask that you quench the fire of every blue fire witch in Jesus' name. We put out the fire now in Jesus' name. We put out their fire now in Jesus' name. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over every attack against the Christian's finances in any way, especially in reference to our debit and credit cards in the name of Jesus. We cover our information with the blood of Jesus Christ. We bind our opposition in the name of Jesus. We bind extra attacks in the name of Jesus. We unhook 
from every unclean entity in Jesus' name. We unlink from every unclean spirit in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that have been persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves, our transportation, our vehicles, the road, or the skyways, or whatever means of transportation that we're using with the blood of Jesus. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every intrusion into our dream world, and we close off the connection in Jesus' name. We close off the connection and we set the wall of fire there in the name of Jesus Christ. The wall of fire, the helmet of salvation. We send it back in the name of Jesus. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo. We burn in the fire of God all voodoo dolls in Jesus' name. Every voodoo doll is Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, <clears throat> we request adjudications from the righteous judge on every school, every every instructor, every teacher's aide, every principal that condones and participates in cross-dressing any child. It is a sin, a crime, and unrighteousness for parents to bring their children to a school and the teacher puts a dress on a two-year-old little boy. And when the parent objects, the parent calls for the grandparent, and the grandparent shows up, and the grandparent objects. Yet the school uh, wants to hold on and keep putting a dress on a two-year-old little boy. Lord Jesus, we ask for your adjudication. Thank you. We burn all silver cords and ley lines, ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. 
We destroy all walls of protection around globalists, shamans, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, and such, and divinators and liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, charm, spells of all kinds, psychic thoughts and prayers, witchcraft, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic warfare and powers, destruction, vexes and hexes, voodoo, mind control, chanting, incantations, incense, candle burning, root words, crystals, hoodoo, voodoo, tribal rituals and sin. Send it all back from whence it came in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit of generational bondage in Jesus' name. Every spirit of generational bondage, we bind spirits of rejection and retaliation in Jesus' name. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord. We thank you and we give you praise. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. And everybody said amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 102. Psalm 102. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 2. And our featured ebook is Electromagnetic Witchcraft. Electromagnetic Witchcraft. Darkness. Amen. Excellent. Everybody should read it. <clears throat> Our guest calling number remains, area code 319-35, and press 1. Well, saints, tonight we're going to talk about led astray. Led astray. Amen? Amen. I want you to be prayerful during this message, saints because there's some people listening that have been led astray, whether spiritually or naturally, they've been led astray. And we're believing the Lord to touch their heart so they can realize that that's what's happened to them. Amen? Amen. And that they'll have an opportunity to come back to where God wants them to be. Saints, there are literally millions of sincere Christians who have been deceived and led astray by a spirit of error. 
there are literally millions of sincere Christians who have been deceived and led astray by a spirit of error. They think it doesn't really matter what you believe as long as you are sincere. Well, fools are sincere too. Mm-hmm. For the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. He's sincere, just sincerely wrong. The way of the fool is right in his own eyes. The way of the fool is right in his own eyes. So when you attempt to witness to him and explain to him what is actually right, he has no no appreciation for it. Because as far as he's concerned, he's right and you're wrong. Amen? Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. They determined they had it going on. Well, yeah, going the wrong way. A spirit of error is working in them. A spirit of error is working in them. It does not it does matter what you believe. It does matter what you believe. Jesus says in the Gospel of John 7 Verse 17, if any man will do his will, he will know of the doctrine, whether it be of God. So in the Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 17, the Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 17, Jesus himself is speaking. He says, if any man will do his will. You see, there's something to be done first. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, of the teaching, whether it be of God. Amen? So if you are presently in agreement with the Lord, and obeying him, you will know if the teaching is of God or not. So the scriptures are telling us that you have to be in obedience first. You have to be in submission to Jesus Christ first. Paramount. The people in the Mormon church the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Buddhists and other cults like the Masonic Orders are sincere, dedicated, and faithful to what they believe is true. But they have been deceived into believing lies. 
they have been deceived into believing lies. There's no way we can list all the cults. There are too many of them. Amen? There are just too many. These people are sincere, but they're sincerely wrong. Amen? Satan is happy when anyone is lulled into a false sense of security, thinking it is not possible that they could be ever be deceived. The devil thinks that's great. You're walking around with this false sense of security, thinking it's just no way possible I could ever be deceived. Well, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I warn you, this is one of the most dangerous positions spiritually that a Christian can be in. It's downright dangerous. You could lose your salvation like this. Somehow, Christians think they they are immune from deception. Well, now, we've already proven with COVID that that's just not the case. Amen. Christians think that they are immune from deception. Well, actually, sometimes what they are is immune to the truth. They think that they can claim that Jesus is Lord, but they don't have to actually submit in every single choice and decision to his lordship. So quite a few of them ran out and got the jab. Why? Because they didn't submit first to his lordship. Amen. How foolish. They listened to all these other voices, but they didn't seek his face. They didn't go to the wonderful counselor. They didn't go to him, to the school of presumption, the school of deception at the University of Error. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 6, Matthew chapter 16, verse 6, Matthew chapter 16, verse 6, we find the following. Jesus speaking, take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Now, we know that the Pharisees and the Sadducees were at the top of the pecking order when it came to government and religious activities and social activities in the Hebrew community. They were the big suchy-muchies, or so they thought. Or so they thought. And Jesus is saying, he was talking to his disciples, as a matter of fact. He wasn't talking to some strange people that had never heard of him before. 
he was actually talking, warning his disciples to take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Jesus was clearly saying to them and to us and to us to pay attention and to be on your guard against the false teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. There's been plenty of false teaching going around. It's all over YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. It's all coming across the mainstream media, no matter what nation you live in. The deception is on. The lies abound. And they're trying to close the mouths of everyone that disagrees with them. They think they can shut down the voice of reason, the voice of wisdom, the voice of truth, the voice of knowledge. They think they can shut that voice down, and they can just perpetrate their lie. Amen. And it is so. The religious order of that day, and sometimes in our day as well, many times, was in direct opposition to the Father and to Jesus Christ himself. We have seen denomination after denomination after denomination after denomination split. No, not on the color of the carpet. Not on, no, no. It wasn't over whether to have pews or chairs. No, that's not what they split over. They split over the LGBTQIA plus issues. You know, somebody's right and somebody's extremely wrong. Amen, and that's just the way that is. Praise the Lord. If you fail to recognize the truth that there is the possibility of you being deceived and guard against it, you will become a sitting target for Satan. You see, there was a time when all of these people could go to church together and worship together because the LGBTQIA issue wasn't in the forefront. But as time went on, during my lifetime, it's gone from the back burner where it was when I was in junior high to the forefront where it is today. Isn't that threatening? Your protection and your deliverance from Satan's strategy of delusion and deception is not automatic. Not 
automatic. It's not like your sprinkler system. It's set and it just automatically comes on. No, it's not like that. Too many Christians think that heaven is automatic once they confess Christ. But the scripture says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, not everyone, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. The point? Nor is there any guarantee in the scriptures that because you have confessed Christ, that you are automatically shielded from being deceived. You see, it has to do with what you choose to believe. Yes, what you choose to believe. Amen. God will not do for you what he has already made possible for you to do by his spirit, the spirit of truth, within you. God will not do for you what he has already made possible for you to do by his spirit, the spirit of truth, within you. Yes, you can be protected, but there are conditions to be met to defeat Satan and the spirits of deception. Amen? Satan is an imposter. Whether you meet him in church or the post office, he deliberately takes on an identity or title not his own for the very purpose of deception. John chapter 8, verse 44. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 44. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. So Satan is a murderer. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth and abode not in the truth. He didn't live in the truth. He didn't walk in the truth because there is no truth in it. You can't live in the truth if you don't have any. When he speaketh a lie, 
he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. He's a murderer. There's no truth in him. He's a liar, and he's the father of the lie. So, I was having a conversation with a man about the P people threatened as a part of their policy to charge account holders who openly express views with which they did not agree an exorbitant amount as a fine. We don't agree with what you have said or what you post or what you think, and so we're just going to slap you with this fine because we feel like it. So many persons terminated their account. For years, they presented themselves as a financial institution only. But now you see the truth emerges now when the truth emerges do not pretend that you don't see it you don't smell it you don't know it and you can't hear it don't go back to sleep and say oh they they said they changed their mind well let me tell you something no job is finished until the paperwork is done and it's still written. Don't be gullible. Don't be naive. You have access to the mind of Christ. There's no reason for you to walk in darkness with the light of life inside of you. There's no reason for you to trust a liar when the spirit of truth lives in you. There's no reason for you to give your ear to liars. Truth lives in you. Walk in the truth. But you know, some people are so accustomed to being uh, what became politically correct, a.k.a. lying. That's really what it is. It means you lie. That's what political correctness is basically at its root. It's a lie. Call it what it is. You can't put anything, you can't dress up a lie. A lie is a lie. When you get to the bottom of it, it's not the truth, so it's a lie. Oh, well, this part is the truth. No, that part may be factually correct, but when you get right down to it, it's a lie. You can't uh, do it like you do scrambled eggs. You can't have part truth, part lie, and it's the truth. No, that doesn't work. It's either all truth or it's a lie, and that's the way it really does work. Amen. You see, it's a cover-up. It's a cover-up. Then there is the C membership-only warehouse. 
It's one of the largest retailers in the world. You know which one it is. They sell you vacations, tires, groceries, household needs, and the cheapest hot dogs. During the pandemic, they stopped selling half sheet cakes, most which were most often purchased for birthday parties and other celebrations. They gave some kind of half-baked answer for why they did it. But what it amounted to was this. They attempted to control the consumers and their entertainment get-togethers. You see, the plan was to keep people separated. And if you're going to still plan your birthday parties and your anniversary parties and your retirement parties and your this and that, they know you come over there to buy their half sheet cake. So they decided to stop selling them. They're going to try to manipulate you. You know, the C warehouse, membership only. Just a retailer, eh? They're just a retailer? Hmm. Saints, we have to learn to be truthful with ourselves. We must learn to be honest and truthful with ourselves. <coughs> Just as Jesus manifests truth, speaks truth, and is the full embodiment of truth, Satan manifests deception. Satan hates the truth. His main objective has been to hide mankind from knowing the truth. Amen. It's real. Amen. Oh, yeah. They did that. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. That's just the way it is, folks. You can't pretend it's any different. You know that guy, that, yes, you do know who that is. There are only three main warehouses. There's the B people, there's the S people, and the C people. You do know who that is. Yeah, you do. Mm Mm-hmm. Moving right along. Hallelujah. You see, saints, we need to walk in the truth. We need to walk in the truth. What you choose to do about the truth is between you and God. But you need to stop pretending that you don't know that something happened when you do know it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You'll get there. Amen. 
God has revealed to us how he is going to use delusion and deception in the end time, which, by the way, is now, so that we will be prepared to resist and defeat him. This is a worldwide deception on an unprecedented scale to such a great extent that it will seem that Satan will practically have the whole world under his control. Amen. That's the way it is. It seems that way. There will or is widespread deception of persons within the church and outside as well. Amen. So let's really get down into this. Amen. Praise God. is an imposter. His primary strategy is to deceive. We saw that in the Garden of Eden. That's what he does. He's working that thing. An imposter is somebody who takes on an identity or a title not his own, for the purpose of deception. Jesus has told us that he is the father of lies. He speaks from his own nature because he's a liar. No, he doesn't stand in the truth. He hates the truth. He's been using and is going to continue to use in his attempt to destroy mankind Deception. We don't need to be fearful. God has revealed to us what he's going to do to defeat him. Deception that God's going to use, we can find in the book of Revelation. We're going to look at at some of this tonight. Because Satan is going to deceive the nations of the world and lead them in rebellion against God. Revelation chapter 12, beginning with verse 9. Revelation chapter 12, beginning with verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So you see, he can't be God because he didn't have the power to remain in heaven. He got kicked out. And it was not a pleasant eviction. Not at all. Verse 10. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. 
for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Verse 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Well, how are you going to have a word of your testimony if you don't ever open your mouth and say anything? And they love not their lives unto the death. For rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. Woe to the inhabitants, inhabitants, that's folks that live there, of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. And it's getting shorter every day. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for a time and time and half a time from the face of the serpent. Out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So, John saw to the earth out of heaven where he, as the accuser of the brethren, had been before God night and day accusing God's people. This is not referring to the time when Satan is Lucifer fell from his position as the anointed cherub, where he stood in the very presence of God. That's over in Ezekiel. And the great dragon was cast out. Yes, he was. John saw Satan cast down to the earth where he, knowing his time is short, in great wrath wages war against the saints. I believe he's trying to get away with it. This is referring to an end-time battle. And in verse 9, he is described as the one who deceiveth the whole world. During this time, Satan will give his power and authority to the Antichrist and working through him will deceive the world into worshiping him. 
Now, I want us to keep something in mind. There are people that spend their time that God didn't tell them to do this. This is because they're nosy and want to know every little thing, okay? Spend their time running around from here to there and here to there and here to there and here to there to hear this one and see that one and this and that. And who is the Antichrist? You think when Trump came on the scene, they started that foolishness about Trump is the Antichrist. Trump is the Antichrist. And Pastor Pat just got on the air and made and did a whole sermon on Trump is not the Antichrist. There are those people. You have to excuse them. There are people that God has trained in the field of apologetics. They are defenders of the faith. That's another story. We are to keep our eyes focused on Jesus Christ. You see, the book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It is not the revelation of the Antichrist. The Antichrist is just a character in this whole situation and scenario. The revelation is the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the saints need to keep their eyes focused where? On the Lord Jesus Christ. The Antichrist is going to do his thing anyway. Amen? Amen. And if the Lord had not placed this in Scripture, you wouldn't know anything about the Antichrist anyway. For those that love to run to see the latest thing that Hollywood did, Hollywood tells lots of lies and exaggeration and fantasy and make-believe, but reality, they don't have it. Got it? We're supposed to walk in the truth. Those who have not been born again and do not have their names written in the book of life will be deceived into worshiping the Antichrist. Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Amen? That's the way it is. So let's go look at verse 11. Revelation chapter 13, verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and spake as a dragon. And he exercises all the power of the first beast before him, and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles 
which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image, that's called idolatry, an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. Amen? So we spend a great bit of time here uh, attempting to get your attention to develop your relationship with the Godhead and to walk in the scriptures, not in your emotions, not in your thoughts, but actually obeying the scriptures. What this does, it is it erects guardrails, so to speak, in your life to help keep you on the right track. We teach you to observe and to do Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 and forward, and many, 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 many other scriptures to keep you in the right way so you won't be so easily led astray. However, choose not to do the things we teach. You will be open to deception and error. You see, there are guardrails. But if you decide to jump the guardrail, it's on you. It's not God's fault. It's not our fault. We didn't tell you to jump the guardrail. We teach you, don't go running all over the Internet, here, there, and everywhere, listening to everything and everybody. You could lose your salvation that way. Don't go anywhere The Holy Spirit doesn't give you permission to go. There's too much deception, too much error, too much of the occult, too much witchcraft on the loose in this world. Amen? The devil's looking for you. He's already got those other people. You know, your mother used to leave the house and tell you to stay inside till she got back. And sooner or later, somebody thought they were grown or they didn't want to listen to their older sister and brother, and they decided they were going to go outside anyway. And as would be, they got into trouble. (coughs) Well, you know how that story turned out. Somebody couldn't go outside for a very long time after that. So we try to encourage you to do the thing that pleases God all the time. It keeps you in the right way. But only you can decide to do it. We can encourage you. We can pray for you. But you've got to do it. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, in Revelation chapter 16, starting with verse, I'm going to briefly go over this. 
you see three unclean spirits that are released from Satan. Amen? The dragon, the antichrist, called the beast, and the false prophet. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs. So that means they're water and marine spirits. Wow. That's not hard. Come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They come out the mouth. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of Almighty God. Amen. Let's keep going. So these three unclean spirits that go forth for the purpose of deceiving the nations through counterfeit signs and wonders which they will perform. These are spirits of deception, these are lying spirits, and these are seducing spirits. These are spirits of deception, lying spirits, and seducing spirits. These unclean spirits are going to be working in every nation on the face of the earth, deceiving, lying, and seducing the leaders and nations, and bringing them to a point of rebellion against God where they will join forces with the Antichrist against Jesus Christ in the Battle of Armageddon. No, we're not doing Hollywood tonight. Turn that off. We're not doing Hollywood. We're doing the Holy Bible. Amen. Some of you have watched all this kind of stuff that Hollywood produces. You should have gotten your money back. Amen. These scriptures describe what takes place during the Battle of Armageddon. And in Revelation chapter 19, beginning with verse 11, and I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness doth judge and make war. Judge and make war. He's called Faithful and True. He's riding a white horse. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no man knew but he himself, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven 
followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. He's the Lord our God who smiteth, that he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. If you're one of these people, you don't want to do any warring. Um, you might want to reconsider that. There's warring in this kingdom. Amen. So, these scriptures describe what will take place in the Battle of Armageddon. No one, verse 20 reveals the final defeat of the Antichrist and the false prophet, prophet who had deceived the people upon the earth into receiving the mark of the beast. They're deceived, you see. You know, they already did the test run. You got deceived into taking that shot. No one is going to be forced to accept this mark. Those who receive the mark of the beast and identify themselves with the Antichrist are going to do it willingly, willingly, because they have been deceived. Revelation chapter 20, beginning with verse 1. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon that old serpent which is the devil, and, and bound him a thousand years. So now, saints, when we bind the devil in Jesus' name, and you're sitting there going, what is binding? Well, here it is. And cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, 
till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed a little season. We just have this brief overview tonight about things that are, as they used to say it in the movies, coming attractions. We see that after the battle of Armageddon, Satan will be seized, chained, and thrown into the bottomless pit for 1,000 years. And during that period of time, he will not be able to deceive the nation. Before his final defeat, he will be loosed after this period has ended and will go forth yet again to deceive the nation. Until the time of Satan's final defeat when he is seized and thrown into the lake of fire where he will be tormented day and night forever, he will be lying, deceiving, and seducing people, leading them to destruction. Amen? Leading them to destruction. That's what he does. So you have an idea now of what he's doing. So now he's unleashing all of the strength into deluding and deceiving not only believers, but also the church people. God is going to send strong delusion upon all those who have rejected the truth. So in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning with verse 9, we are warned of this coming delusion that's uh, very much upon us now. We're warned about this. A delusion is something falsely believed or propagated. It basically means a wandering whereby those who are led astray roam to and fro, roam to and fro. They go here, they go there, they go everywhere, and then they pop back over to MIC and think it's they and they can't understand what you're saying anymore because they've been here, there, and everywhere. It's used in the Bible many times as a mental strain, wrong opinion, error in morals. So there's going to be a clear line, a very clear line drawn. There's not going to be any of that what used to be called middle-of-the-road profession Christians, you know, uh, part Christians, part worldly. It's not going to happen. On one side will be those who know the truth as revealed in God's word, who have and are living according to the truth. On the other side will be those who have rejected the truth, who have not believed the truth, and who take pleasure and living unrighteous, ungodly lives. No, it's not God's will that any should perish. It's not. It's not God's will for any to perish. But there is a time coming when God's going to say, that's it, that's enough. You see, people have continually rejected the truth and taken pleasure in sin, and God is going to send them strong delusion. They're going to be deceived and led into error until they believe, accept, and welcome the lies of the false prophet. 
Believing the delusion, the lies they are hearing from the Antichrist and the false prophet is true. They will identify with him by taking his mark upon their hand or forehead and will be forever damned. God's going to let that happen? Yes. Why, you say? Well, in Matthew chapter 13, verse 15. Matthew chapter 13, verse 15. Verse 15. For this people's heart is wax gross. Gross. Very, very dull. And their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes, they have closed. They have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. But what are they doing? I'd rather stick my head in the ground and not pay attention. You see, I was talking to that gentleman the other day, and he was in Texas in a different city, and so I said, you know, I haven't heard anything they've done about uh, those those uh, law enforcement persons from Uvalde. I haven't heard of any punishment or blah, 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 blah. And so he says, well, you can't prosecute them because they don't have courage. And I said, oh, yes, you can. They took a pledge. They took a vow. They were trained. They received training, skilled training, in order to carry out a job responsibility that they took on willingly when they took that oath and became law enforcement personnel. Failure to exercise what they were trained to do should bring them into judgment. He couldn't disagree with me. You see, it has a parallel with God's people. You've come to Christ. You've given him this profession and this confession and on and on, and you're being trained to do certain things. Failure to do those things should bring a judgment. Think about it. You've been trained to bind the devil. You've been trained to consult with God Almighty. You've been trained to go to the Holy Spirit and ask questions. You've been trained to do a whole plethora of things that some people still have never heard of. Failure to do those things when you should do those things and you just don't do them? Well, that's what happened at Uvalde. They were trained to do those things. There was even a SWAT team there, and they just didn't do it. Don't be deceived, saints. This strong delusion isn't coming 10 or 15 years from now. We're living in the end times. 
and you cannot afford to go about business as usual thinking that this is going to happen 10, 20, 15 years. Now, you need to wake up. Don't be deceived and don't be lulled into a false sense of security and fail to prepare yourself and to be aware of Satan's strategy of delusion and deception. Amen? It's the truth. Right now, the church is being attacked by an onslaught of deceiving, lying, seducing spirits. And so we have church splits of major proportions in major denominations have been disguising themselves and working within the church to delude and lead Christians astray from the simple truth of the gospel and faith in God. They've been leading, just like Belial, Christians away from the way of holiness. They've been leading Christians away from self-denial and death to self. They've been leading Christians away from what God has called them to do. The satanic attack is not directed or concentrated on the weak, carnal, half-hearted Christians only. No, Satan's not going to waste his time. He has commissioned deceiving spirits to infiltrate the ranks of the church and concentrating and leading into error well-known Christian leaders, pastors, and other Christians who are sold out to God and on the battlefield wrecking havoc with his kingdom of darkness and tearing down his stronghold. Well, does that sound like us? You see, his objective is to have a counterattack on the church of Jesus Christ and to stop the church from making further advances into his territory. It's the truth. So if you thought you had a target on your back, it's bigger than you thought it was. You see, it's Christians that have been exposed to more and more truth that are going to face the greatest battle against the wiles of the deceiver. You may have this bright idea in your head that you're so strong spiritually and you're so rooted and grounded in the word that you could not possibly ever be deceived or led astray. Saints, the truth is no one is exempt from his attack unless you are on guard and able to recognize and discern thieving spirits, the lies, and the delusions Satan is propagating. If not, you will be deceived. That's part of the reasoning for our fast, is to keep you sharp and get you sharper. In speaking to his disciples, Jesus said, Take heed that no man deceive you. Take heed that no man deceive you. Deceive means to deceive by leading into error. 
Satan and his deceiving spirits are going to disguise themselves by working through people to lead Christians astray, away from the truth and into error. In Matthew chapter 24, he says, Jesus says, And many false prophets will arise, and they will show great signs and wonders, so as to deceive and lead astray, if possible, even the elect. Jesus was not talking to unbelievers. He was talking to his disciples. He would not have warned them to take heed and not be deceived if there had been no danger of them being deceived. Amen? We have been warned. We have been warned. Let's take heed to the warning, saints. Let's take heed to the warning of God. Luke chapter 16, verse 31. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Amen. Matthew chapter 24, verse 24. For there shall arise false Christ, false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Don't be so devourable. Amen. Amen. Keep your eyes focused on the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, saints, take heed. The Lord has come to warn us. He expects us to act like we've been warned. Amen. Amen. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. The deception is so sickening out there. I've even heard a pastor preach, oh, if thy right hand offend thee, just cut it off. Oh, you can take the mark, and if you don't like it, you can cut it off. The deception is just terrible out there. If you take the mark, you're going to hell, period. And saints, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Now, we have some wonderful praise reports. I just had to add that because I didn't think I printed it very clearly in the chat room. Let's start with Dina. She says, I've been putting in prayers for D.C. almost daily, and her surgery was a success. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's the key. Put your prayer request in the prayer room. The Lord will answer them. N.K. has a praise report. After a four-day trial today, I broke through and backslid. I was oppressed, and I didn't realize it. And I had hopelessness until I played the song that Pastor posted. I had been feeling like there was no way out, and the truth of that song revived me. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, the Lord always provides a way out for us. He always helps us, and he uses different ones to help you. Praise you, Lord, for that. Caroline has a praise report. One of the enemy tried to take one of the front tooth. I refused to bind it into my gum, cancel the reverse effects, and turn where it came from and commanded it to go. 
and come in alignment and be reset and be made whole with the blood of the Lamb. Praise you, Lord. She did her warfare and fought. She didn't let the enemy steal her tooth. And my daughter said the Heavenly Father's awesome is reversing some things in her life. Her her fine her finance seemed to stretch no lack. Her children's putting their faith in action and growing in the spirit. They listen to Miracle Internet Church and they have to recast most services because of the time change. And a young boy fainted that goes to my granddaughter's school. He did not eat lunch. That day, and his mom's a single mother, a Christian, had lost her job, and she was struggling. My granddaughter paid for his lunch from her own lunch money. (laughs) My daughter got her a job, and another lady who witnessed the incident pay off his school fee. Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord. And Sal was in court on Tuesday, and the evil judge presided Two of the ladies she paid back did not return to the court. The judge said and closed the case and sent out an arrest warrant against both of them. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Everything turned around. And a praise report for Neil's Down syndrome is continuing to improve and his independence from his mom and Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for these wonderful praise reports. And Dina has a praise report. I was able to find an adapter and cord from a different old charger, so I was able to charge my phone this morning. Praise the Lord. And Dina has another praise report. Praise you, Lord. Thank you for getting me to get off of my blessed assurance and exercise. I look forward to it and feel better already. Something about your direction has lit a fire in me. Yes, I'm taking it slow, but I'm blessed to have a prescribed stationary bike that takes my pulse. However, that made me want to search to see if I was hitting an aerobic range. Now I see the number I need to warm up zone into the fat burning zone. I won't be doing a spin class tomorrow, but I know in time I will be able to reach a 30-minute level because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. Yes, you've got to start your journey with a step. Praise you, Lord, that you're helping us. And Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for protect, for perfecting those things that concern us. During the fast, I sought the Lord about two outstanding bills that belonged to my late parents. I told the Lord I needed him to give me provision. Subsequently, I contacted my dad's pension company regarding a tax matter, and I was told he had a life insurance policy with them. After negotiating settlements, the policy will cover the debt. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your goodness, your mercy, your faithfulness. Thank you, Jesus. I just bless your holy name. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And thank you, Heavenly Father, for your grace and mercy. The Lord moved in the situation and agreed upon the settlement, which was approximately a third of the total bill, referencing my previous praise report. Thank you, Lord, for your tender mercies. I'll just bless your name. Praise you, Lord. 
and Tammy has a praise report. I placed a prayer request approximately two weeks ago for a murderer here in San Antonio to be arrested. He shot a family man mercilessly in a parking lot and simply walked up calmly as though he'd done it before. All was recorded on surveillance cameras. His neighbors turned him in, and he was charged with murder. He's 38 years old. I pray he repents and, be, and is saved. And I want to give all the praise and glory to the Lord for another year with my father, who just turned 82, and you've kept him in good health despite him taking the vaccine. You also provided a very loving, happy, beautiful puppy for him. You kept her safe, and she was transported here. We are very, we are so very grateful for all you have done. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And Amori has a praise report. While my mom was away on a business trip, she and the Lord entrusted me with the vehicle. And today, I had to take my sister to band practice, and it was raining. So I began my warfare as usual and bound up the rain, and before before I could finish, we saw it, that it had stopped. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And Ariana has a praise report. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for helping me to fight anxiety, Lord. Father, thank you for giving me the strength to tell anxiety to back off. Father God, thank you for allowing me to grow and continue on this journey, Lord. Thank you for leading me, Lord, and Heavenly Father. I just praise you, praise you, praise you. And Dagmar has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for answering our prayer for MK in Berlin. I just heard about a supernatural miracle, and he's clear again in all blood reading and has come back to normal in no time. He's about to leave ICU tomorrow, and in the last moment, after binding and loosening, praise the Lord and thank you for standing in agreement. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And Dina has a praise report. DC's bleeding stopped, and she did not have to go to the hospital and therefore did not need a blood transfusion. The surgeon said she might need praise the Lord. And one of the ailments of my eyes has been healed and all redness a few days ago. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And in alms has a praise report. I'm giving God all the praise for the past week or so. I've been getting attacks in almost every area from every area, one after another. But I thank God for the sermons on fear. He gave me Pastor Sabrina every time fear wanted to pop in. I can hear pastor talking about fear. So I stayed out of fear and listened to the guiding of the Holy Spirit. And with each situation one by one and doing what I was led to do as God is in turning every attack into my good one at a time as I continue to stay out of fear and trying to figure out things on my own, the Lord is giving me favor everywhere I turn to get these situations taken care of. And I give all the God the praise and the glory. Praise you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports. And we just give you all the praise.
praise and all the glory. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Just wow is all I can say about these praise reports. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for all of these praise reports. They're absolutely wonderful. And we're going to go to the guest call-ins for a few minutes. Area code 209, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? 209, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Okay, perhaps that person stepped away. We'll move right on. Amen. Area code 786, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Good evening, Pastor Sabrina. Good evening. How are you? Good, you? I'm blessed. What can we do for you? So, okay. Uh, um, so, you, you may already know, but... I have, um, as far as I'm concerned, unique problem when it comes to dealing with my mom. It's just sort of like weird dynamic where, so, like, say my dad is nice with my mom for, like, for two or three days, but I'm not being nice. And my dad is nice for two or three days, but I am being nice. And it's just really weird back and forth. And me and my dad, I know that we share the same spirits and dynamics because they're literally playing themselves out. And even with females, like girls on my gym team who interact with, I have the same dynamics with them. Not that I even want to. It's just that it's this kind of mystic sort of trade that can't allow women to be women and men to be men, it has to be constantly causing agitation and upsetment while also falsifying the way that the women are interacting. I think that the women are trying to control the conversation. This is what usually how it goes with the women trying to control the conversation. When it's actually that women just keep repeating a question or something because the, the male isn't giving an adequate answer or is it being like, like, basically dumb, sitting and staring, accusing the female of speaking too much so that they can't answer the question or do, like, the 100 million things the female is telling them to do. So that's basically what I'm, I'm suffering with. And um, I'd like some prayer to kind of break, break this thing as much as I can. All right. My, what a complex problem for such a young person. My goodness. Well, in a family, you have what people call family dynamics. And basically what it is, is it's the flesh and demons working together. This person's flesh gets aggravated by the other person's demons. 
And over the years, you get programmed into the response that you're going to do. And you watch this pattern of behavior continue for so long that it becomes what people call ingrained inside of you. And it causes you to have a certain perception of situations, whether that perception is accurate or truthful or not. It's sort of like you have tunnel vision. The situation comes up, and in your mind, this means this and that means that. It doesn't really mean that that's what it means. It means that's what you believe it means. And so you respond to it out of what you already believe. It's called prejudice. It's called prejudice. You're at an age where you are beginning to learn how to respond to the other gender and how to grow into your own gender. The tendency comes to prejudge every single person that's in the other gender and assume that every person in your gender or your group is correct. That's wrong. Okay? Okay. Every situation must be taken on one situation at a time. You can't group people by their gender and say, okay, all females act this way. Neither can you group all males in a group and say all males act that way because that's just not the truth. It's prejudging based on your understanding, your point of view, and what you assume. It's not based on truth and many times not based on fact either. So the Bible teaches We are to judge righteous judgment. In order to do that, first of all, you have to wipe the slate clean. You can't have any grudges, any hard feelings, any ideas about how females think, believe, act, want, or any of that or about the other gender either. All of that's got to get cleaned away. Then you've got to deal, talks about a moat and a beam in somebody's eye. I'm going to let you look that scripture up. You've got to deal with what's wrong in your own eye before you try to get the beam out of somebody else's eye. Before you can tell your friend, oh, let me help you out with this problem you have and how you see things, first, the way you see things has got to get cleaned out. Okay. So what you have to do is you have to submit yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ, to the Godhead, to the scriptures, and you have to ask the Holy Spirit to show you the truth about yourself. Hmm. 
That's right. That's where it starts. It starts with the Holy Spirit showing you what's wrong in you. It's real easy to sit back and look at other people and say, you know, they oh sure God. have that big old spot on their nose. I and that you just think the, and you just think, oh, that's the worst thing, that big old spot on their nose. But in the meantime, you haven't looked at that big hole in your jaw. So before you can do anything, think anything about the spot on their nose, you've got to go to God and get that hole in your jaw dealt with. Am I making sense to you? Yep. Okay. So now you have your instruction. You need for God to come judge your heart. You need to ask him to do it. You need God to judge your thoughts. You need to ask him to do it. You need for God to judge your belief system, the way you go about deciding to believe something. Amen. And you need to ask him to do it. In other words, you're like a drain that's backed up. And you need God to come do a Roto-Rooter on you. Okay. You know what Roto-Rooter is? It's, I know that it's cleaning the drain up, but I don't know what it is. Okay. Like and then the plumber the comes. Is the plumber comes and he takes the cap off one end of the drain and the cap off the other end of the drain, and this horrible smell comes out. But then before he's finished, he's cleaned out the drain, and it's flushed clean. That's basically what it is. So that's what you need God to come do inside you. Amen? So So let's pray. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, so basically what you're saying is what? Go ahead. Thank you. So basically what you're saying is that I, I need to ask God to clean me out, but it's not going to be comfortable and it's not going to be a one, two, three, all done. That that was quick. Like, it's not going to be a quick, easy thing, you're saying. That's correct. Because you see, as long as you're clogged up, we'll call it, You can't see things from God's point of view. Amen? Amen. You can't love like he loves till you can see what he sees. And see, you need to get cleaned out. And he can do it because he knows where the clog is. Got it? Yep. Okay. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for this discussion time. And we ask you, Father, to do all of these things in our brother so that he can be just like you, Lord, because that's what he wants to be. He doesn't want to be prejudiced, and he doesn't want to walk in any kind of hypocrisy or bigotry or judgment in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. He wants to judge righteous judgment that you teach him, Father. 
He wants to have a right heart toward you, toward himself, and toward others. We come into agreement with this, Father, in Jesus' name, and we call it done, Lord. We thank you that you're going to do it, and you know how to do it. We give you the praise. We ask that you give his parents and his family members and his school members patience with him as the Lord takes him through the process because it's not always comfortable nor pleasant in Jesus' name, but it's worth it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you We love you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You too. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning following election night 2020, a massive amount of money and effort has gone into identifying any potential security risks built into electronic voting machines. Democrats have scoffed at the lawsuits brought by President Trump's team, and the courts have not allowed deeper dives into what happened on the Dominion and other machines. The left has insisted that none of the machines were connected to the Internet, nor were there any unaccounted for flash drives. Yet hundreds of eyewitnesses have signed affidavits saying that they had seen fraud on and during the post-election days. For example, poll challenger and Dominion contractors said, Voting machines in Detroit were connected to the Internet. What is disturbing about the voting system's vulnerabilities is the fact that they have been known for the past decade, criticized by both political parties. In 2016, kids as young as seven were able to hack into election systems at a DEFCON event. Well, police in Colorado have arrested a man on suspicion of tampering with voting equipment after he reportedly inserted a USB flash drive into the voting machine during the state's primary election in June. On Thursday, the Pueblo Police Department's high-tech crime unit arrested 31-year-old Richard Patton a registered Democrat in connection with an investigation into felony charges of tampering with voting equipment and misdemeanor charges of cyber crime unauthorized access. It is not entirely clear what his motives are. Authorities claim that no election data was accessed and that the incident on June 28 did not significantly disrupt the voting process. However, experts warn that even failed breaches might become big problems in the days leading up to and on Tuesday's midterm election. According to court documents, Patton was being held without bond at the Pueblo County Judicial Center ahead of an advisement hearing that would take place later on Friday. Gilbert Ortiz, Pueblo County's clerk and recorder confirmed Friday that Patton had been a registered Democrat voter since 2019 when he switched his affiliation from the Green Party. Election officials in Colorado use locks and tamper evidence seals on voting equipment, so it becomes apparent if someone has tried to access it. 
trigger alerts make machines inoperable if someone tries to tamper with them, which is what happened in Pueblo, according to Ortiz and the Colorado Secretary of State's office. On the afternoon of June 28th, poll workers heard noises coming from a voting booth. When a poll worker went to investigate and clean the machine, they saw an error message and notified a supervisor. Tamper evidence seals on the machine appeared to be disturbed, and the the secretary's office said. The machine was immediately taken out of service for investigation. The fact that Richard Patton tried to add, change, or delete votes in 2022 means there is still election fraud taking place in the United States, period. Thank you, Lord. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a Georgia judge on Monday agreed to have the ballot return deadline extended for about 1,000 Cobb County absentee voters who didn't have their registered mail ballots sent out by election officials. The consent order from Cobb County Superior Court Judge Kelly Hill means that the Cobb County Board of Elections and Registration will send replacement ballots to the 1,046 affected voters overnight on Monday. It also means that the absentee ballots have a return deadline of November 14th, although the ballots must be postmarked and out in the mail by Election Day, November 8th, to be counted. November 15th is the date that counties in Georgia, a battleground state, must certify their election results. Cobb County election officials announced on November November 5th that they failed to mail 1,046 requested absentee ballots. Elections and Registrations Director Janine Eveler said that the human error caused the mishap. Daniel White, an attorney for the election board, told reporters that the error was purely clerical. If you mess up, we fess up, White said. We are being transparent. We said as soon as we discovered this, we did all we could to determine what the numbers were, who was affected, how to get them ballots as quickly as possible. Following the announcement, the American Civil Liberties Union and the Southern Poverty Law Center sued the Cobb County Board of Elections and Registration. On November 6th, the suit was filed on behalf of three voters, the Cobb County Democracy Center, as well as a 64-year-old woman residing outside of Cobb County as she cares for her elderly mother. The two parties filed a proposed consent order to Hill on Monday afternoon, and the judge signed the order the same day. The order also required Cobb County to notify the affected voters by mail and send a text message about the updated arrangement immediately. Separately, following the news of failure to send absentee ballots to Cobb County voters, Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, a Republican, announced Monday that he had opened an investigation into the matter. Elections officials are working hard to rectify the situation regarding the absentee ballots in Cobb County, and I appreciate their efforts. But what happened is simply unacceptable, period, he said in a statement. 
The results of the investigation will be referred to the State Elections Board to determine appropriate consequences, he said. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a National Security Agency NSA whistleblower, Edward Snowden, says in, 1983, in a 1983 interview with a former CIA officer, Frank Snapp, detailing how the agency used mainstream newspapers in the U.S. to distribute disinformation is still the most important video of the year. Snowden, who currently lives in Russia after gaining citizenship in the country, posted a short clip from SNEP's interview on Monday. In the interview, the former intelligence officer explained how he had served as an interrogator, agent debriefer, and chief strategy analyst while working in the U.S. Embassy in Saigon during the Vietnam War. SNEP said one said one of his duties was to brief the press when the CIA wanted to circulate disinformation on a particular issue, noting that this information was not necessarily a lie and could be a half-truth. We would pick out a journalist, I would go do the briefing, and hope that he would put the information in print, Snip said, noting that the journalists would usually have no way of actually verifying any of the information provided to them. Snep went on to name a few journalists who the CIA has specifically targeted over their terrific influence and named a few respected journalists who were working in Saigon at the time, such as Robert Chaplin of the New Yorker and one for the uh, Los Angeles Times and one for the New York Times and one for Newsweek and on and on. The whistleblower even revealed how the CIA had managed to plant a story in the New Yorker about supposed North Vietnamese war plans. The story was later used by the agency to convince the U.S. Congress to provide more aid to Saigon and paint North Vietnam as the chief violators of a ceasefire accord. Snowden pointed out that Shortly after his interview, Snap was sued by the CIA in a trial that made its way to the Supreme Court, which ruled that any publications by intelligence workers must be was must first be submitted to the agency for approval. The NSA whistleblower separately thanked another Twitter user for starting a. Do you think the CIA still does this? Series of posts detailing the inner workings of the agency as shared by other whistleblowers who had been, quote, sued into silence, end of quote. So we want to thank the righteous judge for all of his adjudication. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning international investment bankers are bullish about Chinese economy despite worrying reports by the Western media, the chairman of UBS Bank, Calm Keller, said on Wednesday. Keller was speaking at the Global Financial Leaders Investment Summit in Hong Kong, which brought together more than 200 bankers and investors from 20 countries after more than two and a half years of COVID restrictions there. 
Hong Kong is now reportedly seeking to boost its status as an international financial hub. We're not reading the American press. We actually buy the China story, he said, as quoted by the Financial Times. But it is a bit of waiting for zero COVID to open up in China to see what will happen. According to the FT, Keller's reference to the media was an apparent joke and a nod to earlier remarks made by Fang, whatever his name is, the vice chair of the China Securities Regulatory Commission. Fang, along with other Chinese officials, used pre-recorded video interviews to reassure international investors of the country's economic strength. He told attendees, I would advise international investors to find out what's really going on in China and what's the real intention of our government by themselves. Don't read too much of international media, Fang's comments, which came after a record sell-off of Chinese equities last week in the wake of President Zimpling's consolidation of power prompted laughs and applause from the audience. Don't bet against China and Hong Kong, he added. Last week, the Chinese stock market had its worst day since the 2008 global financial crisis with the, what is that? I forget how they say that. Whatever it is, it's their currency, hitting a new 14-year low against the U.S. dollar. As the president secured his third term and undertook a major leadership reshuffle, the sharp sell-off was triggered by concerns that a number of senior officials who have backed market reforms in opening up the economy were missing from the new top team. This sparked investor concerns about the future direction of the country and its relations with the U.S. We're requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning the Canadian government has ordered three Chinese firms to divest from its critical minerals companies on grounds of national security. The move comes after days after Ottawa introduced tougher rules on foreign investment in the mining sector. According to media reports on Wednesday, the three Chinese firms, Sim- Sinomine Rare Metals Resources, uh, Something Lithium International, and Zangi Mining Investment. Canada's industry minister, Francois-Philippe Champagne, said in a statement that the government ordered the divesture after rigorous scrutiny of foreign firms by the national security and intelligence community. While Canada continues to welcome foreign direct investment, we will act decisively when investments threaten our national security and our critical mineral supply chains, both at home and abroad, Champagne said. Last week, Ottawa said it must build a resilient critical mineral supply chain with like-minded partners as it outlined rules meant to protect the sector from foreign state-owned companies. Last week, Ottawa said it must build a resilient critical mineral supply chain with like-minded partners as it outlined rules meant to protect the sector from foreign state-owned companies. According to Champagne, the federal government is determined to work with Canadian businesses to attract 
foreign direct investments from partners that share their interests and values. Canada has large deposits of critical minerals like nickel and cobalt, demand for which is expected to expand significantly in the coming decades. Earlier this year, Canada, the U.S., U.K., and several other countries set up a new partnership to secure critical mineral supply and rising demand. Praise the Lord. The Lord, for all of his adjudications on these issues and yet more. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's see where. There we are. Now, Brother Marshall will come and pray about the adjudication. Thank you. Father, we thank you for your extravagant grace. And I do mean extravagant. That even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For even while we were sinners, you, you paid that price, Jesus. And how can we ever thank you? But we give you ourselves. He said, run unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to him. Oh, well, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of that. That includes every drop of my blood, my soul. So we lift up our souls to you, Lord, as we repent, renounce all personal generational sins, including apathy procrastination, going along to get along, and listening to spirits of error unwittingly, unknowingly. We ask you to deliver us from every one of these deceiving spirits and grant us every gift that we need by your Holy Spirit. He gives the, the gifts as he deems appropriate, Father. So we ask that the Holy Spirit will be gracious and show us the gifts that we need, give us the gifts of discernment, every area that we need, help us know how to respond to all these different areas that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, Father God. We thank you that your arm is not too short to save. Even as you had to tell Moses, because he was looking at situations, well, this looks absolutely impossible. And the Lord said unto Moses, over in Numbers 11:23, Is the Lord's hand waxed short? Thou shalt see now whether my words shall come to pass unto thee or not. So, Father God, there's a lot of challenges going on these days. And we know that you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth. In fact, he's going to judge everything because he's the son of man. He, he knows what it's like to be a man. God is the spirit. They that, must, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We need the Holy Spirit, Father, to be able to worship you, Father, in spirit and in truth. So that you'll hear our prayers in Jesus' name. Because of that blood of sprinkling. It's not because of anything we've done right but for Christ's sake, for your name's sake. And we thank you for sending Jesus in your name. And we thank you that you said, if two of you on earth agree, start to anything you ask, it shall be done in my Father, which is in heaven. And we know you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth. So, Father, could have said that even as you point out in your word, Father God, and you said over in Isaiah 9, for thou hast broken the yoke of his burden. Well, Lord, there's been a burden put on a lot of people. They thought they were listening to the truth, but they found out... Uh, Oh, the devil, that father of lies, he's really been good at it. He's, did God really say the election was tampered? I mean, did God really say you should not sit to you the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? A lot of the people are still going after, running after the tree of the knowledge of good and evil instead of the tree of life. 
to just drink into one spirit with you, Lord, and look to you, Lord, the author and finisher of faith, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Who's the king of the kingdom? Jesus. He's the king of kings and lord of lords. In fact, Pilate even had to written three languages, put it over his head on the cross. This is the king of the Jews. That's what the Pharisees rejected. They didn't want the king to rule over them. And Samuel was pretty upset when the people wanted to have a king just like all the other nations. They wanted to be just like everybody else. Well, everybody else in the UN, I mean all the other nations, they have people ruling over them. Can't we have a king too? And, 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 and Samuel was grieved. But, but the Lord said in, in Samuel that if you, since we've allowed you to do this, they gave him, they gave the Israelites, they gave the Jewish people Saul, and he was humble at first, and then he got a little bit lifted up, and then he got controlled by trying to be controlled by the spirit of fear of man. He didn't want to obey God. Father, forgive me if I haven't obeyed you every step of the way. Forgive us all. Help us to be those that want to keep your commandments and your testimony so that you'll hear our prayers and that we'll be doers of your word. Make me and all of us willing to be willing, Lord, and all of our family members and deliver us from every spirit of deception that could lead people into taking terrible, making terrible decisions, Father God, including the ones that Pastor Sabrina has warned us about tonight. But Father God, there's a lot of nasty decisions that have already been made some of them going on for many, many years, Father God, affecting finances, affecting elections, affecting people. Say, well, sure, these electronic machines, they're absolutely guaranteed. They're super un unhackable and safe. Uh, a seven-year-old can hack into the electronic system at a DEF CON event back in 2016. And if this 31-year-old could go in and stick a little thing in the machine and proof that, oh, of course, nobody could possibly tamper with the machines. And other people have found out that there's hot spots and different things going on where they could go connected to the Internet. I don't think this is a just a once-in-a-blue thousand-year thing. I, like some of the people say, the weather's been... They've had a lot of weather events. <laughs> Only happened one every 500 years. Back to back to back to back to back. Hmm. The people would be tampering with all kinds of things, even the atmosphere and the weather, not to mention the elections and people's minds and hearts and trying to control them with fear? Because, Father, you've not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Father, we ask you, Father God, for these people who think they're Christians, and maybe they are, maybe they're not, because you're the only one who knows my heart and every one of our hearts. But for some of us, we have family members who made that decision, Father God, to, to go with this so-called vaccine, which isn't even a, a vaccine at all. They had to change the definition of a vaccine. Father God, the people who made some rather horrendous decisions concerning elections and other things, Father God, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction because you said that's what the Holy Ghost does. Jesus said, if he didn't go back to you, Father God, he, you, he couldn't send the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Ghost comes to bring conviction. You tell us about that over in your word, Father God, in the Gospel of John, chapter 16. But when he's come, he will reprove the world of sin. So, Father God, we thank you for pouring forth of your Spirit particularly on those that have, like me, that have been deceived, not about the, well, I mean, different things in the past. In fact, everybody's been deceived. That's what Patrick Sabrina read about today in, where was that, Revelation 12:9. He deceives the whole world. All mankind has been deceived one way or another about something. So, Father God, help us 
to have every gift that we need, including gifts of discernment, Father God. And you said, when the Holy Ghost comes, he will reprove the world of sin because they don't believe on Jesus, of righteousness because Jesus goes to the Father, and most people don't really see him, only by the Spirit, anyway. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Of course, I don't know that for sure because I don't know everybody. I mean, I don't know if some people might have actually seen Jesus. He did come walking through walls, and they had broiled fish and honeycomb after he was raised from the dead. They could touch him. John, what was the doubting Thomas, could touch him. So <coughs> help my unbelief, Lord. Increase our faith, Lord, because if we ask in faith nothing wavering, you always answer according to your word as long as we're doing it your way. We ask for your adjudication in every one of these situations, including the business in Georgia about the ballots, the absentee ballots, and maybe they just did fess up and, and it's all legit. It's only about a 1,000 votes compared to some of the other things. And some of the dear people don't seem to know what's going on because a lot of people are controlling the news that's getting out there. But, Father God, from these different people, from all these three-letter agencies, like the uh, National Security Agency, uh, about the business with Snowden, Father God, we ask you, Father God, to bring to light everything that needs to be brought to light, Father God, and help people to wake up and know that some of these three-letter agencies have people in them, and some people have been deceived, and some people have taken bribes. That's why when Samuel was, was getting older, they didn't want his sons to be in, that, in the prophet's office to like rule over them because they weren't quite as upright as their dad had been. There's some people who have not been as upright as some of our forefathers used to be back when they signed the original Constitution, Father God, before they tried to change it and make it the United States Corporation instead of the United States of the Republic of the United States. So, Father God, there have been some people that have been blackmailed or whatever, making decisions that aren't necessarily in the best interest of the people of the United States of America and maybe in the best interest of some politicians, but not necessarily the people. So, Father, we ask you to bring to light everything that needs to be brought to light in your way and in your time, Father. And our times are in your hands. And Jesus says over in, where is that Lord Jesus? One of the places, there's several of them in Luke 12, 2. Jesus says, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known, over in 12, 2. Luke 12, 2. So we ask you to bring to light what's going on, Father God. We thank you. You made a way for Snowden to be taken over to Russia and be protected there, Father God, from some people that may not have his best interests at heart. We ask you to protect all those that are trying to get the truth out there, Father God. I don't know if he's getting the truth out there or not, because I don't know too much about it, Father God, but you know everything. You know what everybody's thinking. In fact, Jesus knows what everyone is thinking. The Pharisees had a really hard time with that, didn't they? They had a really hard time. <clears throat> that Jesus knew what they were thinking. Well, how could he do that? He's just a carpenter, right? <clears throat> Nobody can read other people's minds, <clears throat> except the CIA. <clears throat> oh, no, no. <clears throat> like it says over in Matthew 9, 4, And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? He, know, he knows those who are thinking evil in their hearts. He knew what Saul of Tarsus was thinking when he was on the road to Damascus. And he knocked him off his high horse, Father. And as Brother Bill likes to say, we ask you to remove the pleasures of sin that only last for a season. As it talks about over in Hebrews 11, that, that Moses, 
he could have had all kinds of pleasures of sin, but he no, no, no. He he wanted to be part of of your kingdom, Lord, and he he had to be humbled. He had to go and spend forty years in the backside of a desert, taking care of his father-in-law's sheep, and 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 fleeing from Pharaoh because he was trying to do what he thought was right, even though he ended up killing somebody. Of course, that's not a great thing to do either. I don't know. It says no murderers make it into heaven, but obviously he got to repent, I guess. <laughs> and liars don't make it into heaven. And Father Abraham, his sons, some of them repented. Some of the some of the elders in the, in the original church that went over went over to Egypt, they lied about their brother to their father. Hey, we found this this coat soaked in some blood. Uh, tell us now. Do you think it's your your son's uh, coat, the coat of many colors? Oh, he knew it was. They lied. Did they get to repent? Father, we thank you for your amazing grace. David was a man after your own heart. He was a murderer. He put that man up, Bathsheba's original husband, up in the, in the in a harm's way so he couldn't miss getting killed. And then he had all the other army withdraw from him, so he got... And then he, he had adultery, and he tried to cover it up. But, Father, if those things were exposed... Nathan the prophet came in and said to David, you're the man. You tried to take that one person's little sheep. And David liked to take care of sheep. And he said, oh, that's terrible. You shouldn't take that one person, all these sheep, this one person, only one little sheep. And somebody's going to take his one little sheep. And that's what David did. So, Father, if you know what's going on, and the prophets can expose what's going on, and you know exactly what's going on, Father God, not just in Georgia, that's maybe not as significant as what's going on with all the Chinese economy, Father God. What's going on over there, Father God? And a lot of people, not much comes to the light. Some, you can find some of it in alternative news media sites, sites if the Lord wants you to go there, if he has you spend time doing that. But it's still a lot better to fix our eyes on Jesus. Maybe glance over and see, well, could the Chinese country be in dire straits? Could they be planning uh, to do something, and they're just pretending that they're having this great COVID lockdown because they don't want people to uh, find out what their plans are. So, Father, we know that the people in the financial markets have to be astute and aware because they realize the things are shaking. That which can be shaken will be shaken. But for, fortunately, we have a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Jesus is the solid rock of our faith if we stay there, founded upon him, so, Father, we ask you to help us all to know, help us all to be wise as serpent, harmless as doves, doing what you want us to do, knowing that the U.S. dollar is shaking. The so-called BRICS countries, which includes Brazil and Russia and India and other countries, they, they, they want to have their own national securities, their own national uh, currencies, not beholden to the global elites, privately run central banks, which are neither federal nor reserve. There's no reserve in the federal reserve. It's not even federal. It's just owned by the global elites like the Rothschilds. Isn't it interesting the name Rothschild? But Lord, you give us the real shield of faith, not the pretend shield of faith. They're, they're trusting in, in uh, man-made, computer-created X's and O's, making things look like lots of money. But they also control the souls of men being sold and bartered and all the things being done through the orphanages in Ukraine and all the horrific things being done to the, the, the children, Father God, all over the world, Father God, by the global elite. 
Father, we thank you for bringing all these things to light, especially what's going on in China and all the Christians in China that have been locked down. Some of them can't even get out of their apartments while they're there. They put fences around them. Father, we ask you to deliver all those in harm's way. We ask for your divine intervention and adjudication in every one of these situations because you said in your word in Isaiah 9, beginning at verse 4, For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden, the burden of the enemy, the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressors in the day of Midian, for every battle of the warriors with confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and shalom and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So, Father, we thank you for giving Jesus all power in heaven and earth, just like it says over in Matthew 28, 18. And, Father God, it says in your word, in Revelation 17, 14, and they shall make war with the Lamb. Those people that don't like Jesus, they don't like any kind of uh, people who follow the one true creator God. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is the Lord of lords and the King of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. He only calls sinners to repentance. None of us, at least I haven't heard of anybody, none of us were born righteous. Some of the Pharisees really puffed up. Oh, we fast three times a week, and, 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 and we pay tithes and do all that, but we spend most of our time trying to figure out how fancy we are and how wonderful we are. But, Lord, only one's good. He said only God is good. So we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace, Father, and ask for your divine intervention and adjudication. You protect all of your people. We thank you for raising us up together with Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians 2, 6, and according to Proverbs 18, 10, the name of the Lord is the strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. So we run into that name, the name above all names, with whose name every knee must bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Jesus isn't just like pretty high, like on maybe Mount... You know, Mount Kilimanjaro or something. He's not just a little bit high and lifted up. He's so far above what the people in the, not just the so-called deep state or shadow government, lots of different names for the same thing, uh, you know, the people who bow down and worship false gods, basically. But he's so far above. They taught you to talk about his name right here, Father God, over in Psalm 48, 13. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and the heaven. The word there, excellent, means lofty, too strong, inaccessible. We thank you, Lord. You have that name above all names. The name Pat Holiday had an absolute unwavering confidence in the name of Jesus. Because there's only one Savior. And Father God sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. So because of the name of Jesus, we call upon your name. We ask you to save us. What shall I render unto the Lord for all the benefits? I shall take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. All the benefits of Psalm 91. Psalm 50, verse 15. Call upon me the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. So we ask you to deliver each one, Father God, that we've interceded for those in harm's way, the children, not just in China, every nation, the people in this country, in the United, in the United States, United Kingdom, and in Canada, and every nation, Father God, in, U, in, in Ukraine, in Sri Lanka, every nation, the people in every nation, Father God, 
people in Switzerland, the people in, in Australia, the people in New Zealand, the people in Iceland, the people in Chile, the people, Father God, in Mexico, in Guatemala, and every nation, Father God, we ask you to send your word and give them a hunger and a thirst for righteousness that they'll call upon the name of you. said in the last days I'll pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh, and we ask you to do so because it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by your spirit because we can't overcome the devil in our own strength. Uh, but who can? The Lord Jesus. He's the Savior. And we thank you for filling us with yourself, Lord. We thank you for your word that's forever settled in heaven. In Jesus' name. Thank you for giving us a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. That's why greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. In Jesus' name. Even as David said, in, uh, where is it, toward the end of Psalm 72, and blessed be his glorious name forever and ever. And let the whole earth, all mankind, be filled with his glory. We thank you for your glory for a defense. Thank you, Father, for being in the Lord Jesus, reconciling the world unto yourself, not imputing our trespasses unto us. In Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The privilege of drinking into one spirit with you, Lord. For the earth shall be filled with a knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Some people live near oceans, and they see that the water fills the sea pretty well, right? For the earth shall be filled with a knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And Jesus, you said, Father, glorify thy name. And he said, I've both glorified and will glorify it again. And it thundered. We thank you for that tremendous thunder, the power from on high, Father God, that the devil and all those little demons, like it talks about over in James 2.19, the little demons, their knees are knocking, knocking, knocking together because they know their time's almost up. They get to get cast out, not just the ones that were going into the pigs, they were cast out of that kind of a, the, the man of the demoniac father God. but all the demons knees are knocking because Satan's knees are knocking because he's very proud he's, he thinks he can overcome the devil some of these deep staters they think they can overcome I mean cannot overcome they think they can overcome the most high God can overcome the lamb but they can't because he is the Lord of all like it says over in Acts chapter 10 he's Lord of all so Satan you're bound or you're underneath bound every Mind blinding spirit, every spirit of deception, especially coming against all the family members, all the descendants, every every believer, not just pathologists, pathologists, descendants, not just all Sabrina descendants, grandmothers, descendants, all of my my many great grandfather Jacques Perot was a French Huguenot, his descendants, Father God, including my sister, and my children, and all those that have said, oh, you know, or my grandchildren. They say, oh, you know, granddad, you know, he's so silly, you know. <laughs> Surely they can't control people through through electronic means. People don't need to, 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 to think that there couldn't possibly be electronic witchcraft. That book might be good to read. And people couldn't be controlled by those things, could they? Uh, could people have stuff in them? Oh, no, no, that's all conspiracy theory. How about the theory of evolution? That's another theory some people think god didn't create everything and that's just a theory father god we ask you to remove the blinders the mind blinders you were able to do a really good job for saul of tarsus 
to pray and fast. He didn't have anything to eat or drink for three days. Reminds me of what Esther went through when her whole her whole people were about to be demolished. Father God, they prayed and fasted. Those people in the in the in the palace city and with her uncle and all her maidens and the people that were with her and all the people in that town, they prayed and fasted, nothing to eat or drink for three days. How about the people when the, when uh, Jonah got out of the whale? And he went up there, the seaweed dripping off of him. And I think he had been dead for three days. And God raised him to life again because he cried out of the belly of the whale. And God heard his prayer. We're not really dead when we're dead, are we? You know, we, we, have, a, we have an eternal spirit. Father God, you got Jonah to go in there and said, oh, this city is going to be abolished. And they prayed and fasted. If you can do that for the people in Nineveh, how about you people do that for the people in New York City, Father God? People in in California, some of those there are a lot of Republicans, that are, not that Republicans are all good, there's a lot of rhinos, but Father, the people that actually, whether it isn't, isn't Republican or Democrat, Jesus isn't Republican, kind of a, the, he, is a, he is a greater red wave that was the blood of God, the creator of God, the innocent blood. We thank him for that innocent blood. We plead that over all of our family members, all the descendants of every believer, including Noah who built the ark's descendants, those that can be saved, save their souls. Pour forth your spirit, Father God, as you promised to do, Father God, and give each and every one a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, because the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men. And give it to whomsoever he will, like you talk about over and over again, at least three times in Daniel chapter 4. We ask that your outcome be... For the elections the way you want some, if they're really elections, who knows? There may be in some areas they might be. I don't know. I really, but you know everything, Lord. You know what's going on. Satan, you're bound. Every spirit of deception is bound. All your underlings are bound. Every spirit of greed, corruption, every spirit of love of mammon, every spirit of Leviathan, heads and tails cut off, descaled. Every marine spirit is bound, heads and tails all cut off, and your water dried up. Every unclean and perverse spirit of any Christ unloving, looking for love in the wrong places. Oh, if I can just find this cute girl on the internet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Kind of, how do you know it's really a girl? Kind of, said, look at that. Kind of, we bind every spirit of deception in Jesus' name. Every unclean and perverse spirit, we bind every one of those spirits, lust of flesh, lust of the eye, and pride of life in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you when we're privileged to drink into one spirit with you. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks, and do, unto thee do we give thanks, but that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. For God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Thank you for doing that, Lord. Thank you for putting down those that need to be put down. And Lord, don't allow kind of a, an evil speaker to be established in this land as the people are turning to you, Lord. You said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. And we're all in agreement in Jesus' name. We thank you for doing so, Father, in Jesus' name. We give you praise and honor and glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him, like it says in Psalm 68, 30, verse 1. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Let them exceedingly rejoice. Sing unto God, that is the creator of God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Yah. Yahweh Elohim, that is. And rejoice before him, a father of the fatherless, and a judge of the widows, his God in his holy habitation. God settleth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those 
that are bound with chains. Yes, deliver those that have been locked up that shouldn't be locked up, including those from <coughs> the so-called terrible insurrection where there were no rifles, no guns. Those that are bound with chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Father God, there's been droughts going on too long in this country. Grant everyone in this nation the gifts that we need, the gifts of repentance, Father God, because we don't have to be dwelling in a dry land anymore. And we, Father, we bind every state trying to control the weather now. They're contrary to your plans. We close all those portals and pieces of all those spirits and all the people. We ask you to break the machines that they're trying to use to control the weather and the fear contrary to your plans. And break the machines that they're trying to use to redo the election, Father God, electronically.